<laughs> well, guys, uh, that was deja vu. This is the actual <laughs> part of the show we're supposed to go through. But you hear another episode of the Iron Man podcast, episode 79 with uh, Nomi Without You. She was recommended to me by Mr. Samuel. You guys can check that episode out on the show. And before we get into all the crazy stuff you're we talking about earlier, before your internet decided to just screw us over, um, well, it's me. as we do with all of our uh, one-on-one shows here, tell the audience something about yourself and anything you would like them to know initially out the gate. Uh, yeah. So thanks for having me on first and foremost. Uh, I'm excited to be here. Samuel told me a lot of good things about you. Um, all ladies do. But- I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, <laughs> stop (laughs) but uh one thing about me i think you need to know um i'm an anomaly i kind of am a jack of all trades i know how to do eyebrow threading um i know a couple of tech stuff here and there but i'm not like Mm -hmm. too savvy with it um i'm barely getting into streaming and doing well i've been doing panels and talking to people for a while now but now I'm getting into gaming. So I'm just like, I, I like to, I like things. That's the best way to describe me is I like things. Yeah. I, um, that's saying a jack of all trades and a master of none. See, I wanted to dispel the master of none part. Cause I, I really do feel like you can master a lot of different things. I, you can. I'm knowledgeable in a lot of things, but the problem here with doing that is I have to section off one day to make sure I'm advancing knowledge of certain things. So, you know, one day I'll be all focused on like anime and one day I'll be all focused on like just DC stuff. The next day it's Marvel stuff. Then it's video game yeah. stuff. Yeah. You know, I try to make sure if I'm going to, because, you know, I feel like as a host of something, you have to be multi topic. Like some people can do shows like this being one topic every week. I'm like, oh God, no. Uh uh-uh. Yeah. <laughs> we get so bored so fast doing that. You know? Yeah. It, it gets redundant and put away fast. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I thought to myself, you know what? Let's, let's learn some stuff here. I know Samuel's really big in the Star Trek. I'm like, I don't know get into <laughs> that. Or like yeah. the only thing, I, the only thing I really don't know about is like Star Trek and like WWE and like UFC fighting and stuff like that. You know, okay. those things are just never really attracted to me. You know, I I don't know wrestling just never was interesting to me. Even when I watched yeah. it as a kid, I was like, this is just kind of boring. I never yeah. really under- never got into it honestly. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't allowed to watch wrestling, but like even the times that I did watch it, is like this is not fun. Like even like yeah, WWE is like. This is all fake. Even, even as a kid, I knew it was a fake. And the, uh, the friends, the little friends that I did have growing up, like, well, yeah, it's supposed to be fake, but it's all exciting. It's like, that seems dumb. But as an adult, I come to love that I, I really like UFC. So, uh, like, yeah, if I'm there, if I'm watching someone else getting the heck being out of them, I'm all for it. <laughs> like, yeah, go ahead and put them in that chokehold. Yeah, let's see if they tap out. That's that's the like the risk I like to see. Cause you were uh, on your social on Twitter, you go by a social introvert. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's that? I am a social introvert. <laughs> so, uh, so the best way to describe myself is that I like to go out and do things and be social, but I'll hit mm-hmm. my social battery. We're like, all right, cool. Like I'm gonna be home for the rest of the day, the week, whatever. Uh, it, I'm only social when I want to be, but ex- yeah. Uh, introvert is that mm-hmm. I was homeschooled my whole life. So I have no problem being a homebody. It's super, it's super organic for me to just be home and just mm-hmm. read a book and see what I, uh, baking read and cooking. Book. Like, God, yeah. now you know you're getting old when you read books and you're like, this is enjoyment. That's yeah. so well, we hit our like, peak. <laughs> no, you're, you're not wrong. But like growing up being homeschooled too, it's like, I don't want to read books. That's a punishment. But now as an adult, it's like, I don't want to read that. That actually sounds it's, interesting. 
it's come full circle because for me, you know, I've been, I buy a lot of comic books and stuff like that. And I like to, yeah. it's crazy that like, getting older, like reading felt like a literal chore, you know? Mm. Now it's like, wait a minute, I'm going to sit down and just cleanse my mind and just read this book. Dude, it's lit. You don't even know until like, dang, like, I feel like more informed. I hate that part of the book. There was one book that I read, like it was getting really intense and like something was revealed to me. It's like, I, I remember throwing the book across the living room that's how pissed i was like it better not be that it better not be and then mm -hmm. it, it ended up being true what i thought it was and that's what mm -hmm. pissed me off and i threw the book and then i picked the book up like two days later and finished it because you, you said you've been going on streams now so since you're a social introvert how is it going on youtube then because wouldn't that be kind of like nerve-wracking to a certain extent yeah. So like on my YouTube channel, like I do pr promote myself as a social introvert because I was homeschooled and I grew up on a farm. So I really didn't have the exposure mm -hmm. of going to public school or making friends organically or naturally just, I, I had to put myself out there. So that's what, that's where I come from of like social introvert. Uh, even me as an adult is like, okay, like I don't have many, a lot of my friends growing up in high school and college, they've already gotten married and have kids and they have their life of their own. We're still good friends, but I don't see them and talk to them as often because, you know, they're focusing on their family. And I don't have it against them. But, like, well, I'm still, like, a single person. I would like to still go out and do fun things. Like, hey, guys, let's go watch a movie. Uh, so I have to put myself out there to, like, make friends. So that's what I'm doing the whole YouTube thing is, like, I kind of want to encourage people, especially those who are homeschooled and are intimidated of stepping out of their bubble, um, not knowing where to start. I, I want to encourage those, like, you – you're the gatekeeper of your own destiny you can do it because if i can do it because i was extremely timid as a kid like i hated talking to people but uh -huh. when i got older that's just like i need to i need to go make friends because i don't uh -huh. have any so that's that's the best way to describe a social introvert so growing up your parents didn't put you in public school they ever tell you the reason why is because basically looking back now maybe that was the best decision because public schools are oh yeah like, <laughs> I, I, I just remember in college a lot of the people that I met I always got those negative comments like you're a homeschooled but like those are weird people and they don't fit into society it's like okay I'm here in college <laughs> what do you like what do you expect as a it's like those entitled kids are like I went to public school that's not a flex like, to I, actually, I actually don't envy you that you went to public <laughs> school because like when I was homeschooled I did my own work on my own time uh, mm -hmm. when I became a fresh no a sophomore that's when my parents became a little more lenient like okay cool you can wake up whenever as long as you get your work done and before you have to go do volleyball practice and do these other things so like I had responsibilities but yeah uh from k to freshman year I had to start my work at eight o'clock but I just would power through it and I'd be done at one o'clock in the afternoon and I was like all right cool like the rest of the days to myself you're born in the 90s right I am, yes, I'm a product of the 90s. Okay, that's good. That's a good thing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. And we are, I was talking about this with Samuel earlier today that this is the last millennials are the last generation to really know what they're doing versus Gen Zers. And God. Yeah. Like, you know it's crazy? It's terrible. Because I don't have kids, obviously. I'm a, yeah, you know, just a top G kind of dude around here, you know? But yeah, yeah I don't like, we're trying to like, um, uh, we we're going through all the stuff we had as kids. Like, you know, you think about all the great stuff you had. And there was bad stuff in there, too. People don't ever highlight that as much. But you're looking at what the kids have now. What do they have? Like, just TikTok? 
all I well, see have- kids really obsessive now, like the younger ones even coming to my job, is just they obsessed with TikTok and like Snapchat. I was like, do you guys have any like anything you like outside of social media? What have people been telling you? Yeah, it's it's surprising. Even like few people that I met during college, like, yeah, I don't know how to wash my clothes. Like, I had to learn to wash my clothes when I was nine. My mom, <laughs> my mom would hit us if we didn't know how to do it short properly. What life? Yeah. I'm not saying that you they had a bad a bad social like life or a bad childhood. It's more like, wait a minute, do you have any shows you like? Movies like you go outside and play sports? They're like, no, it's I don't know. Being a, what the I'm not, Maybe that's the thing. Remember people are saying school is making kids dumber? No, I, I, I school I is making people dumber as fuck. These people, what kind of skills are these kids have? Like, so this one guy who, who works now, he knows he needs to eat before he comes to work. Otherwise, he potentially could like pass out and feel really bad. And it's like, mm-hmm. he came into work today. He's like, I didn't eat. Like, you know, you should do this. Like social things you need to understand. You yeah. Know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it's like, you have to learn how to like, make macro like macaroni and cheese from a box it doesn't have to be like the legit thing like get like the all the ingredients to make it but Mm -hmm. just learn how to make it from the box that's it or even just get groceries or how to cook an egg like little simple life things a lot Mm -hmm. of people are lacking that nowadays so it's surprising when i meet people younger than me like what (laughs) what's you like uh, you're like 27 28 right i'm in the the age range yeah (laughs) <laughs> yeah. yeah if you ask a girl her age she will she'll beat you up that's what my mom said <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah uh but yeah i like well yeah i'm still young but like growing up my grandma was the main person in our household my parents work so she made sure like we got our work done for like our homework and then when we were done my brother and sister and i we would just do our own thing but i remember seeing my grandmother in the kitchen and that's what drew me like that's what piqued my interest where i'm like okay like i want to learn how to make this certain dish i want to learn how to do that so uh I, math is not my forte it comes to measurement i somehow knew everything and how to do it and uh, know how much flour to use if i'm making it from scratch so uh, cooking and baking is my forte so if i i actually been <laughs> posting a video soon that i made some food earlier this week yeah I, man as a kid when you're i don't know just something about seeing adults do something maybe just interested in so much and i feel like now since i don't know what parenting looks like now but it feels like the way the kids are getting out of school it feels like anytime their parents potentially did something they just were like no just go and play on your your tablet or your ipad it's like yeah no these are these are like there are there are some things they should know like i don't know how to clean up people don't understand there's, there's a way you clean pots differently from pants i imagine they don't know how to do that yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. God. Uh, and say so, yeah, I grew up on a farm too, so there's not a lot of resources for us to go out and do and learn because mm-hmm. we didn't know anything about like civil engineering, architecture, or like creating or building computers. That was something foreign to us until we went to college. But uh, now there's so many resources out there, um, even to people who live in the boonies or the bosques farmlands where mm-hmm. there are programs that kids can get into like yeah if you want to learn about architecture hey let's go ahead and use these popsicle sticks to build something and if that's something that you're really interested in let's see where we can further your education or your interest in that of being uh, a designer so man just just seeing the way people act now there was something in vegas i think there's a 17 year old kid who thought it was in Grand Theft Auto Five or some shit and hit a bicyclist and started laughing? It's oh, like, yeah, I saw that. Like that made me livid. I if that was my kid, 
that kid would be six feet under dirt right now. Yeah, I, I, I told myself I ever became a parent. I'm not one of those parents that go like, man, I have to basically absolve all my kids' bad decisions. Like, no, if you make a bad decision, I'm going to be with the side of justice. No, I'm I'm not. I'm sorry. Like, it's, that's I feel like that's a problem too. Yeah, like parents, like a kid, a kid is going to be like, I want to chop off my fucking balls, and you know that's not a good idea at all. You're like, yeah. honey, that's you're not. You shouldn't be doing that. And some parents are like, no, it's loving to just you have to accept. No, I don't. I don't accept shit. The problem no. here, people are saying, that even though you're a parent, you don't have to accept everything. Yeah. What, what what is it with parents? And it's like just because your kid says something they want this, you just have to accept it. It's like no, that's the reason why you're the adult. You're supposed to be able to know differentiate between certain things. Yeah. Actually, I mean, I, I I don't know about you, but like I'm a Christian, and the, mm-hmm. what was instilled in us is like we have a fear of God. So mm-hmm. my parents, I think you and I came come from the same background. Our parents, my parents would beat me. If I did anything out of line like that, like what that kid thought, like he was in GTA and running over that guy in the bike, but my parents beat the respect into me to respect others, be mindful, don't do anything stupid. And mm-hmm. also do the fear of the God. Cause like if you're, even if you're not a Christian, I lost the fear of consequences. That's what's, that's why America is bored because people can just drop, like cut their genitals off and like not realize like you're going to have a lot of mental health issues and physical health issues you're going to be on lifetime supply you're going to be on a lifetime of medication who wants that where you're going to need some sort of medication to i just just saying because i don't know how it is but like if you cut off your balls like you're probably going to need medication to like ease that pain and make sure like you're not thinking about it you got to get out of the agony so here's another medication to not think that but it also (laughs) counteracts something else in you where it's causing another issue in your body so here's another form of medication to numb that pain so we're just all dependent on something else but without realizing like we there is something already created why change what you are right now and make your life more difficult so it's just like the fear of not people not having the fear of consequences yeah man when i was a kid and we we did something bad at school and the fear of getting just beaten when you come home was even worse than the actual being itself yeah. god <laughs> oh no like if because my grandma was the one who stayed home and my parents were at work and we would do our work if we were out of line and I, trust me my brother and i we we made it almost like an everyday thing to like hurt our little sister in a joking sense but not like mm-hmm. beat her up like abuse her but like we like to tease her we like to like push her down because she was so small and weak and of course she would start crying and then she would report to my parents like yeah they pushed her down and we get in trouble because they pushed her down so like, but like little fun things like that yeah. but like we're all adults now like we probably laughing and like man i was just a baby <laughs> i know but like but like, here's the thing we have sibling love but like we got the man we got the consequences later when our my mom came home with came home got the report from my grandmother and hit us with a chancla and that was it we're like okay well we're not gonna yeah, do it anymore i think i was watching uh i was watching the man, what was the podcast it was something candace owens did with, okay uh, andrew tate and the part yeah. they were talking about was uh people doing that and going to like therapy and like a therapist will like reassure them that this is a bad idea. It feels like this is just a whole fuck system. Like, yeah. so man, come to find out everything that I've been learning about this stuff. So there's some friends of mine who don't think I know about this. It's like, I, I do. The problem here is that I don't think people really want facts. Everyone, people always say they want facts and logic. They don't, they want to be told is there some bullshit or 
they want to live in a world where that doesn't exist. That way they don't have to hurt someone's feelings. And I don't want to live in a world like that. Yeah. You know, I, I just don't feel like that's a fair thing to do to someone when you have to lie to them to protect their feelings about how you feel. Yeah. Is, I, those wouldn't be friends you want anyway. If you have to constantly act like someone you're not around someone mm-hmm. walking on eggshells, that's not something you want to be. That's not someone you want in your life in general. In yeah. Period. You know? Yeah, someone who looks like they already know what they're doing, but they're still trying to figure it out. <laughs> right. But like, but it's all about like building each other up and like, all right, cool. Like I have this experience. I'll tell you my two cents. If you, it's up to you if you want to take it or not. But like, you mm-hmm. can't. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make a drink. So that mm-hmm. that's the best way to describe it. And yeah, what you're saying is like, yeah, like people um, finding the genuality in them. I, I like to say that what you see for me is what you're going to get. Like, there's nothing two-faced about me, how I am in my videos, how I am in stream. That's how I am in real life. Cause it, it, it I, I can't remember who I was talking to about it, but like, it seems so exhausting to have so many masks on to have so many masks. Like I have mm-hmm. to be this way with a certain person. Or I have to be this way with this certain person. Like, why would you do that? That just seems very disingenuous like awful it, it, it is exhausting like that seems like a life that you, i don't want to live so that's why mm-hmm. i always put everything on the table take it leave it if you don't like it feel free not to buy it i'm not sure about a refund but you know you're yeah. welcome to it just diss on it. it feels like one of those uh self-serving prophecies where mm-hmm. as we talked earlier when the lost episode we'll call it that which is um yeah people people will i don't know have a problem, then everyone reassures them upset problem, and that, that just gives them this inherent bullshit reason to just be lazy and not fix anything. It's like, no, 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 you're, it's supposed to get past this. You know? Yeah. Like, you're talking about earlier things being a cold. It's like, it, it, there are certain things that you've seen where you know, if you don't believe in every single thing this cause believes, you're just an insta-phobe, bigot, something, insert word, it's like, so you can't something think to yourself... Yeah. 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 It's like, what the heck? It, you call someone a turf back in the day. They'd be like, what is that? Like, <laughs> the heck is that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you have grown men out here talking like women and then complaining they ain't got no partners. Like, bro, even gay men wouldn't want you. You're just yeah. losers. <laughs> what? I, I know. Like, if you're, if you want, I'm a huge encourager of guys of shooting your shot. There's no harm in doing that. But if you really want to get that girl, let's find ways to improve you first. Or, hey, the, what sh- this person told you, the reason why they don't want to go for you. Yeah, it can be hurtful. But, you know, constructive criticism is, comes a long way, especially like, from your friends or something. If that was hurtful, how the way you said it, how can you improve yourself? How can you, like, make yourself better? And, like, dang, I'm going to make her... Ah, I, you can be vengeful, but... Let's see how you can one up the person that you just tried to go for and see if you can get like a bigger gold mine, if you get what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think a big problem is whatever anyone's watching this, any guy out there, whatever you're seeing these girls say they like on social media, take anything that they say and throw that shit out the window. I'm not, I'm not even kidding. Yeah. I, I know a lot of women have been alive a long time. Most women, I'm going to say good, fuck it, 95% of them. The 5% are liberal idiots who don't matter in grand scheme of things. Most women do not like that soy shit. Most of them nope. do not. Nope. Most do not. I, I've, man, and the girl, and to be for girl, even girls that like like that, those relationships don't last. Like anyone that's in a relationship like that, that shit has never lasts anyway. 
Let's yeah. come over and do it here. Those are usually the ones where it's like guy ends up beating her or she ends up hurting him or some shit. Girls don't like that. I don't yeah. know what these girls have told you guys. Because look at their actions. Girls that say they like that date the complete opposite person. Imagine that. Your actions don't line up with what your mouth says. Or what you're, just, what you're just saying right now, like that guy could be loaded with money. That girl is – and he has a girl – I'm a hundred percent sure that girl is holding and bi like biting her tongue because no girl loves to hear an engine being rubbed up. She's only with him because he has money. He's going to buy her what she wants. And you just said it like, she's only going to like dump you in the end because mm -hmm. no girl likes that. If you're only like, yeah. Okay. Like I, I'm also a huge encourager of guys having hobbies. If you want to soup up your truck, by all means go for it. But like, just don't rub up your engine. Don't annoy yeah. us with that mm -hmm. noise or like, don't use all the exhaust in your truck to like make me choke but like be be like take notes guys it, it's not that hard we how a lot of guys say like we're simple creatures women are just as simple as well we're not that complicated but you guys overthink it and i understand there, it's a huge fear you guys yeah, are scary just, just, just take a <laughs> breath that's all i say just yeah. take a breath i think a lot of like most of the girls that have been around something about girls just like they like guys doing their favorite thing and being passionate about that. And that could be a something that they find interesting. They find attractive. Like a guy being all into, fuck, building his car or his engine and being yeah. into his hobbies. Those are interesting, you could say, masculine things that are natural and they're, I'll say progressive, but they're, um, what's the word for it? It's naturally organic in a way that it's, it's, it's an attraction. You know, a lot of people like certain passionate people about their things. Yeah. You don't have to do this like, man, oh God, this thing, men on, this thing, dudes online, listen to this horse shit. It blows my mind. It's like, this girl wouldn't date you. It is disingenuous for these girls to be like, yeah, I, I want a guy that he's going to do all these things for me. And basically they, they want like a submissive guy, but that's not who they date or they wouldn't mm -hmm. want anyway. What are we doing here? What the fuck? Yeah. So girls are lying saying they want this. They wouldn't date you. Then the actions don't line up. And then guys are sitting there changing the way they are for a girl that wouldn't date them anyway. The system is so fucked. Holy shit. Saying all that is Dating crazy. is a weird tool. Mm -hmm. Dating is very weird. I will give you that. But like what I could also say to men, don't change yourself. Absolutely do not change yourself. If you have hobbies, if you have interests, if there are certain movie types that you like, stick to it. Now, if a girl that you're interested in, she doesn't say you like horror movies and she's not into horror movies, go see something she's into. Hold your bite your tongue to watch that rom com with her because you know you're with the you're I like with rom -coms. her. Yeah, okay. My <laughs> brother loves what rom coms. He loves I love Christmas. Them. My brother loves Christmas mm -hmm. rom-coms. So like he's unique in his own way. Mm -hmm. But like there was a TikTok video I saw a, a, a year ago where it's a girl. And she's mocking this guy. She's like, I'm dating this nerd. And I finally agreed to go with him to this convention. Like, oh, like she's mocking him. Like, oh my gosh, all this nerd stuff. I'm only with him because he's hot. Like, why not take an interest of what he's into? Like, he brought you there because that is his world. That's what makes him happy. Anime, mm -hmm. manga, you know, anything that, you know, because God forbid have men have hobbies. Why? I encourage girls, step down your high horse go go on this weird date to a comic-con whatever just do it there's no harm in it yes you're not interested in it but you're if you're saying that you're only dating him because he's hot you're obviously dating him for the wrong intentions 
take an interest in him because like God, that will I know that will go far for guys if a girl is into the same anime as the guy, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, I think, it's, it's and not hard. What also what also is a good balance to that is if you genuinely don't like it, I think being very honest about it even work also works just as well because if I was dating someone. And oh man, my ex, she didn't like that stuff either. She, God, she really didn't like it as much. And she said, I don't, I don't like this stuff that much. And I was like, okay. Even if you're just honest about, hey, I don't like this stuff, that can go a long way. That way you're not, because even that's kind of like, not what the, what, what's saying what that girl did. That's just leading him on. Like, oh, she would yeah. be interested, but it's like, she hates his guts. She li- she'll literally tell all her friends how much she hated him for bringing her to something like that. When she yeah. gets been honest from the get-go, be like, hey, I just don't like this. I'm not interested. What, we'll find something else we could have in common. That's yeah. I, I respect that because I'm not I'm not going to take you something that you genuinely are not interested in. That's not fair to you as a person to waste your time like that. You know, yeah. like me, like my I grew up, my dad's a mechanic, so I know a thing or two about mechanics. I know how to change my own oil, my t- my tires. I know how to do the basic stuff. Mm-hmm. But like, I'm not going to go to a car show because it's not my interest. Mm-hmm. Now, if I'm dating someone who's into cars, I'll go with him, like even though like I think it's cool to know the science in it with like the engines and how to like soup up your car, but it's not like I have to like really like just my personality. You don't have to do that. Now, uh, for, for me, I like going to like brunches. I like to go into art fairs. And if the guy that I'm dating is not into that, okay, you, one, you don't have to come with me, but like it'd be fun if you did. It's It's, it's called communication and understanding each other. And that's what a lot of people in dating don't understand nowadays. Mm-hmm. I think for me, I could never put someone through, through something that I know they don't like. Cause like, I think maybe trying it out a few times is fine, but if someone just isn't interested and it's not clicking, mm-hmm. you know, like I wouldn't bring my ex when we were dating back in the day, I wouldn't take her to a superhero movie. She'd yeah. be so uninterested. <laughs> She'd be yeah. asking me like, why are they fighting? Then I'd be like, all right, we're out of here. We're done. Yeah, Brain fries. Expl- yeah, if you have to explain everything to her because she's not paying attention because, like, I'm bored, like, cool. cool. Thank you, next. That's the best way to describe mm-hmm. it. Like, you know, I think just yeah. being, like you said, just general honesty is going to make things a whole lot better. It's easier for me to know what you don't and don't like, then we can navigate that than you somehow trying to validate my feelings for something that I know you don't like, which are only there because you feel like you have to like, no, you feeling like you have to be there. is terrible for you. Like, I don't want to put, I want to make someone time is valuable. And I would not like someone just being bored with like, just waiting there for me. You know, that's yeah. how I would do the situation, but you know, everyone's different. I, but that the relationship you said that ain't lasting anytime soon. Let's be honest here. <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's be real. Like let, it's not, it's not impressing us girls and we hate it when you rev it up. So don't do it. No girl has ever went up to that guy and said, yeah, rev that engine in my ear, daddy. Like, that's, <laughs> that's not a real thing. <laughs> Unless you're dating a porn star, which most yeah. average guys aren't doing that. Because if you look like me, you ain't dating no porn star. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I don't, I've seen some weird looking men. I'm like, how the heck did he bag that girl? Like, <laughs> I, 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 I'm not saying like you're not a dry looking guy, but like, there's some guys I'm like, wow. I don't know how that happened, but good for him. Like, you know, good for him. You know, when, it, when I was growing up, I never also, had that. There was guys yeah. that I went to school with and grew up with where they just had it with girls or girls just girls just naturally were around them. They flocked to them. I never had that. Mm-hmm. I told people, if you are a guy that's like me, where you have to kind of work for girls to talk to and stuff like that, you have to also, well, you got to make your, you got to improve yourself. Like if you kind of smell that girl, no girl would want to be around that. So yeah. make sure you have hygiene. Make sure like, people stink nowadays. Please take a shower. Yeah. 
Oh God! I mean, me. This is just me. Um, I don't speak for all women, but I do like it when a guy takes care of like his face. Uh, like I, I like a clean shaven guy, but I also love beards. But if it's like lined up and even like eyebrows, mm-hmm. like because one thing that does peeve me and it does not bother men is unibrows. Mm-hmm. I do not like unibrows on men. Mm-hmm. I, me because I I was I did eyebrow threading for so many years mm-hmm. so of course like when I meet you I'm of course I'm gonna look at your eyebrows but when it comes to men like let me just pick those few hairs off because like d- this is just me like I said can't speak for all women that does nerve me because I'm like you know like just just a little thing just like a little improvement here and there I'm not trying to change your life completely just even if you want to get a razor too, just go, that's fine. Just mm-hmm. get rid of that little crabgrass between your eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I ask. But um, yeah, like I, I'm a simple person too, but it, it, that's just my take. And, you know, uh, to each their own, a lot of women have different interests in guys. And some guys like, some women like clean shaven. I like bearded men. So it's, it, it really is a preference. It's like a mixture of everybody. clean shaven and rugged. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 So, like, yeah, you know, yeah, take care of yourself. Hygiene. We do like a nice smelling guy. Um, it, it also proves like you can, if you're taking care of yourself and your outward look and your smell and your, like your approach, that means you're taking care of yourself back home. So, that, that's just what I get. What about, um, geez, there's something I was going to ask, which is, um, <laughs> what do you have any, uh, do you, do you think that, America now, because you said you're you, you're a Christian. Do you think America is getting back to an, a state where they're putting their beliefs first? Because it felt like for a long time that wasn't really a case, though. Like people would say they're Christian, but let's be honest here. I can say I'm a lot of things. I can say I'm white, but you know. <laughs> I mean, I say I'm a whitewashed Mexican. So, like, <laughs> so people can... peas in the same pod, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like. My parents are from Mexico and I love my heritage and I, I, I like my culture too, but first and foremost, I'm an American. So that is mm-hmm. my, anywhere I go out of the country, because I've traveled the world too. I always say I'm an American. I'm not from Mexico. Uh, I'm from the United States. So mm-hmm. that's how I like to present myself. Um, I, I, what your question earlier is like, do you think that people are going back to like being or having a faith-based belief yeah i i do believe that i do see the pendulum swinging um to this other side where it's now family is trying to take back what should be right you know making sure the kids are taken care of having values having morals and not being corrupted and standing up for like your own beliefs because no one can take that away from you because i do believe everyone does have a free will everyone does not have to believe in christianity people can be agnostic people can follow muslim faith people can find the buddhist faith as long as you have a foundation, that's what it really comes down to. Is like, what are you going to stand for when people are coming against you? Yeah, it really, because well, what happened earlier, you heard she saw a couple months ago for California where fucking wackos were trying to teach kids all that, all that jank and people started fighting out there. And it's like, we, you know, like not doing what they're doing is the reason why that's happened. People yeah. going like it's just this and it's just that. And anyone knows when it, when a person just it's just enough. When a girl's like, hey, when you have your know, buddies will stay over, probably. It never had to have this growing up. But like that one person will stay over for a little bit, they're like, oh, it's just gonna be a couple of days. It's it's just like a few weeks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, people going, it's just enough so much 
with their individual ideologies got us to that point, you know, mm-hmm. where now people are like, no, it's no more. It's just, it's like, you're, you're like, it's just, is trying to basically get kids in and cutting off their fucking genitals. Cause no. they're trying to make it normalized. Like, well, you know, we've been doing it for so long. Why change it now? Like why end it? Like, no, I never liked it in the beginning. Like, why would I give you the permission to let you make that decision for myself? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Pe- and the thing is, I've always said people were told these were good things, you know, mm-hmm. like, um, God, Remember when uh, Eric July went to Comic-Con? Pretty sure everyone saw that on Twitter where the one guy, the Black Lightning Creator, he started talking about trans kids and all this bullshit. And he he visibly put in his tweets, I'm pretty sure it was still there if he didn't delete them. He said along the lines of being on the right side of history. What's the right side of history? No one knows how this shit's going to pan out. But I do know this about history. If certain people do not stand by what they believe, that's how history gets fucked, actually. That's what I think. These people are told this is going to be the way of the future. That's all this stuff. You know, yeah. you have people that fund these companies like Warner Brothers, Paramount, Disney. That guy from – there was an interview a while ago with a company, BlackRock, who basically funds all these companies. Mm-hmm. He says we're going to force change. But what? Uh, that yeah. there, There's like rules that you can't do that. Uh-huh. No, these people really think they're going to be forcing change, guys. The I mean, hell people, I am following And the people that rules. work for these guys, yeah. they're, they're, they're bought to believe this. They're like, yeah, yes, daddy, who gives me my money. Yeah. What? Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's every it's the government trying to take away your freedoms, your rights. And like what what happened in New Mexico last week where the governor came out and she's like, Yeah, like in Albuquerque and Bernalillo County, mm-hmm. I'm gonna there's I'm gonna put a ban on open carry and concealed carry uh weapons to stop crime. Like uh no criminal is going to abide that rule. And also the law abiding citizen things that is the dumbest thing you can think of to protect the citizens of that city or that county mm-hmm. your bananas so that's tyranny right there so mm-hmm. like the people I'm politicians, sure yeah. yeah politicians are losing themselves because they already have this high like high power they think they can have over um their citizens mm-hmm. um and they want to like push the limits so yeah if you're going to come after these people who are law-abiding citizens who have their their documentations to be to carry to carry open carry concealed carry whatever it is, if you think you can take that away from them, good luck. <laughs> and I actually I kind of want to see that happen. I want to see that show go down because I I, I want to have my popcorn and just like eat like <laughs> you dumb bitch. <laughs> you know there, there are there are like certain things that having that kind of or having a gun can do like help. There's a in L. Just obviously California is bad with crime, but there was a recent one where a guy tried pulling up and trying to rob a lady. She's got her gun and just shot him. Yeah, yeah. Like, it could be like, like, just leave, leave it to the cops. Yeah, leave it to the cops. Yeah, the cops that come like 30 minutes after the shit's over, you could be dead. No, yeah. no, yeah. <laughs> fuck that. Yeah, but like the cops will be here in 10 minutes. Cool. That gives me nine to kick your butt. <laughs> to, like, <laughs> to put a couple of like i mean i'm not one i mean well violence is my middle name but uh <laughs> oh, no. um but uh you know i believe in defending yourself because there is the one article that i read there was a pregnant woman in houston at a 7-eleven and she was talking to her husband or something and this homeless guy was approaching her about to rob her and she pulls out this pistol and like puts a couple rounds in him i was like no good for her good yeah. for her Mm-hmm. Like she, like, oh, oh, yeah. If I was pregnant, I'm gonna, and someone's approaching me and threatening, like, yeah, I'm gonna kill you. I'm gonna take your money. All right, test that assumption and see the results. 
Yeah, I saw a similar story like that in Atlanta where a, a guy, a black guy, pulled up in a Cadillac trying to rob a pregnant chick and she just shot him. Uh, now people said, How? but we don't know if he would have shot her. I'm not taking that risk. Like, that, that's the thing. You wouldn't know what, what would he have done. That person is willingly going to someone with a gun. Mm -hmm. That uh, This is what I believe. You, you you get whatever's coming to you at that point. You oh, should yeah. not be playing around with stuff like that. And that's not that person wasn't that person wasn't playing around. That yeah. person was going to do something very bad, and I think you deserved it. Yeah, because that but, when you do that to me, that shows that you value the things that I have more than my life. And guess what? I'm gonna take a huge shot at you if you're thinking that you can take my life for my things. <laughs> no. Yeah, like, earlier uh, there's been these stories of people go jump like in liquor stores trying to rob them, and liquor store owners are like, "Go fuck this! I'm shooting you up!" And people are going like, "But that's too excessive for these." What what came of life where people went to themselves and thought the criminal is the one that's the victim? It's like, no, 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 no. Uh, I don't care if that person is robbing for their family. I don't care what they're doing that for. You put yourself in that position, you get literally whatever's coming to you. They stab you, they shoot you. I don't care. Yeah. Why are we no. defending that? Like, if you start defending that, that the whole world's fucked. Now we're defending criminals and putting them as victims and putting the person that saves their business or their families. Now they're the criminals. Like, no, what kind of life standards are we setting for California ourselves? is a good example of that. Like, right, I know. Yeah. yeah God forbid that business, that local business owner wants to defend his restaurant, but got ransacked because thugs thought they could take the money out of the register. And the guy had a baseball bat, swung at him, got a concussion, and now he has to go to jail because he caused harm on the thief. Yeah, that poor thief who was trying to steal all his earnings for the day. I know, because he was trying to feed his family. Yeah. No, 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 no. If you're going to a Louis Vuitton purse store in in L.A. and you're, tr and you're stealing several bags to support your family – no. And if any of my family members did that, like, oh, yeah, hey, like, I thought you leave a tongue because I just, like, ran that store and, you know, bought it for, got it for you. It's like, I don't want it. <laughs> thank you for, like, thank you for thinking of me, but I don't want it. Like, that is mm -hmm. criminal. I, I wouldn't say blood, but that's criminal stuff that I don't want to be associated with. Mm -hmm. I don't know where California got to a point where, yeah, you can steal, just it has to be under $1,000. Well, okay. That, that, that just. That's so nuts. Under <laughs> Yeah, under dumb state. People are so stupid. <laughs> yeah, well, I, in some states, it's like, yeah, if it's over $400, yeah, we can press criminal charges. Like, okay. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, for California, 1000 Oh, they only got like 99.91 cents. Yeah. yeah, it has to be under $978. Like, what the fuck? Oh, wow. Like, that exact. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. See, it's, it's, we just... Well, that's what we're doing here. <laughs> yeah, because I know people are talking about moving to like uh, Vegas and Texas and stuff like that. And I'll be like, hey, I I'd leave. Honestly, if there was a chance where I could have the life that I have, the job that I have, I'd leave. Mm -hmm. What's the yeah. point? This place is awful. California is terrible. Now, we'll put the city, the town that I live in, it's really not that bad. It's fine for the most part. Obviously, it's one of those towns that have there, there's crime, but you know, it's really not that bad. But it's California just kind of sucks, honestly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I have family in life, so. Yeah, I have family in California, and it's been a few years since I visited. But I was in California in May because I went to I was on a cruise, mm -hmm. and we were uh, disembarking from Long Beach, and just walking around, I was like, "Yeah, I can feel I can feel the crime in the air. You just feel <laughs> the mess. Yeah, the air. Yeah, so <laughs> like, yeah, we don't Fresh have this of, in Texas. 
A fresh smell of crack. Yeah. <laughs> so it was just something weird, but it, you know, like, yeah, California is just a weird state and I'm glad that I don't live there. <laughs> yeah. And I'm glad I live in a place in California where we're not ransacked by little Decepticons. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, they're really, man, we see a trans person there. That's actually just a legit rarity. <laughs> I bet. I bet. <laughs> yeah. I'll yeah. In, the, in this town specifically, Cal uh, other places probably, but here, God, I've seen maybe one trans person my whole mm. life here. Maybe. Well, a fake one, not one that's that fully went through with the surgery. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because they'll never, it's what happens with them too. Someone don't even go fully go through with it. They just pretend to be a woman and call themselves a trans woman. It's like, I'm not affirming that shit. Shut yeah. Up. No. <laughs> if you're a man dressing as a woman and you're going to the women's best, the restroom, if you're going to try something funny on me, best believe like you are going to come out on a stretcher going to the hospital that I am not going to tolerate. Yeah. That. So I wanted to talk to you about, about that too, because that's something that women, you don't have a better understanding than me, which is, you know, what's weird. These people, it could be a matter of politics I draw on, will always say the, that women are in danger of all these many things. But then on one other hand, advocate that men posing as women could be in bathroom spaces with women and in sports where you have to change and be like naked in front of people. Right. Yeah. But then they want to claim when women are getting sexually assaulted and hurt. It's like, I, I, no one can be that stupid. There's no way someone can be that stupid to the point where you're advocating for this and you're saying, no, no, these are true. These are very true things you're saying. But then why are you putting people in that position then to harm women? Are you trying to have a weird, cringy, self-serving prophecy where you end up being right about things that you shouldn't be wanting in the first place? It's your virtue signaling. You just want to be right because you're standing up for the ones who want to be different and but cannot be accepted in society. It's like, well, yeah. It is weird for a man to cut off his balls or not cut off his balls, but like put on a skirt, poorly put on foundation, go into a woman's locker room and say that I'm a swimmer for the women's team. No, like, and then also like men, what's like that guy, Leah Thompson or Thomas, whatever, mm -hmm. that trans swimmer who's swimming for that women's team. Men biologically have an advantage of women because their bones are denser, they're built for agility. Women are not. So we work hard to, you know, try mm -hmm. to compete with men. And if, like the women who, I feel bad for the women who had to compete against that loser because he's like, what, he plays 747 in the men's ranking. And then in women's, he's number one. It's like, oh, so it's just for you, for your feelings, because you want to feel like you're number one. But for the biological woman who actually like put her, body through how to go through all of her practices do all the stunts and everything that she needs to do to perfect her her dive screw you or her dive and her, and her swimming capability screw you because like you're taking away women's their win their goals their their dreams so um, mm -hmm. we always have to compete to men and that's the logic that these democrats fail to see so like what is it like is it Supporting women or supporting the person who wants to be number one, but it's a man and will put on the skirt to say. And could have a high it. chance of, I don't know, sexually assaulting these women yeah. too. Let's be honest you, he's not there for the good of his health. Yes. <laughs> for the good of his health? Like, get off it. You're a swimmer. You're in the best health of your life. Like, <laughs> so, like if it's a mental health, maybe sports isn't for you because I know – tons of athletic trainers who mm -hmm. in mental health is a huge thing within athletics 
if you are mentally facing some challenges in yourself and you're an athletic, uh, you're playing whatever sport in college or professional, maybe take a breather and focus on yourself if you're mm-hmm. saying this. <laughs> now, if you broke your leg, yeah, hey, you're going to be out for the season. Makes sense, right? Hey, yeah. if you're if you're a guy and you think that you're a woman, you probably need to take some time to talk to a shrink. <laughs> Oh, Lord. Yeah. Yeah. And the other other thing is, I mean, I don't want to be that kind of guy, but you, you, you always end up having to be because it always comes through. These guys being around women like that, I just couldn't imagine there wouldn't be a case, I don't know, five years later going that they, he touched one of them appropriately. Always ends up happening. And you always try to tell yourself, no, that one person won't do it. I don't want to take that risk, though. Yeah. I don't take any risk like that. Who could have seen this happen? Yeah, everyone. <laughs> Remember that uh, logical there, thinking people. There was that. Uh, there was a. There was a Nashville. Uh, there was a Nashville senator. Remember, he was caught the trans person. He was caught with child pornography or whatever. Yep. And people, people were going like in the comments. They're like, didn't see that one coming. Like, what? but he said he doesn't do that. Like we believed him. What? Like no, he was framed. If I see a grown ass man with a awful beard looks like he has massive bags under his eyes and he hides it and he's like yeah i'm just one of you guys but i want to be near children yeah right. he so you- and he only says i only want to be with children but not hang out with the adults no red flag well, <laughs> not red flag you're going to the wood chipper <laughs> yeah and, and that's the thing like like i said america does not have a fear a fear of god or a fear of consequences because if a guy, if a man like that dressing up like and drag to do story time reading at a library for kids, if that happens in Mexico, that man is dead. Like, if you see the pictures, they're, they're having the kids put money in their fucking underwear. It's so disgusting. Yes. If you're a parent and you allowed that, go to you're just fucking hell. That's, yeah. We're, we're so screwed. Just someone allowing that, like their brain went, no, that's a good thing. No. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah, so that's why I, I like my heritage and my culture because we value families. We value mm-hmm. the traditional ways of men men doing men things and women doing women things and mm-hmm. leaving the kids alone. Because if anything what we're doing here in the United States, if we if that happens in Mexico, I kid you not, cartels would be after them. Local people would start mobs against that people and that person would be dead on arrival before authority showed up. Like there's, mm-hmm. there's no saving that person. So that's why I love my heritage of keeping things traditional and valuing them because the United States doesn't have that. Cause uh, I think this guy, uh, Pokemon, uh, he was at Pokemon, uh, world championship earlier this year. He posted a video of just jamming people walking around, no mm-hmm. crime, no one's getting stabbed. Oh, obviously there could be different places where that does happen, but just the area he was in was a massive area. Everyone's just chill, walking around being good. It was like, you look at America and you go, that's just not ever happening. Because as you said before, people have just – the slippery slope fallacy is not, not even a fallacy. They've just allowed that to infect the entire world system. That's what it is. Yeah. And, and that's what it is. And like, if, I remember, like, was it earlier this year or last year where this kid went to that Pokemon tournament and they asked him what his pronouns are and he laughed Oh, uh, yeah. At big it. story. I was yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Good for that kid because, like <laughs> – yeah, he was <laughs> devastated. He he said he was re- he felt really bad because he got really far in the tournament and he, and they kicked him. But I I, I think yeah, I'm pretty sure I cold tweeted that last year when I had my other account. Like, hey man, it's gonna suck right now that you lost out, but you did the right thing and you will feel so much better about yourself many years mm-hmm. from now. 
Yeah. Yeah. Everyone, everyone told him, right, right now it sucks. You're not going to understand it. But years later, you will understand what you did was right. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. No. And they, like that's why I was like, good for that kid. Because like he stood up for himself. He thought he stood up what is right for himself. And don't let anyone take that away from you. Because what what's an issue right now um, to me is uh, it's Hispanic Heritage Month. And, you know, everyone, yeah, let's, by all means, let's celebrate, you know. Single de Mayo time. Hell yeah! Take the miles. Just a, a very white person made up holiday. That's not that's not a real holiday in uh in Mexico. Yeah. Um, but but mm-hmm. but today actually is Mexico Independence Day. So yeah, you know, celebrate it. I I don't celebrate U.S. this. I celebrate Fourth of July. Um. But what what is peeving me is the whole Latin or Latin X. Like, oh, you God. are ra- you're erasing me. You're erasing my identity of who I am. Do not refer, do not refer me to any of that nonsense. So, and there's people who like, because like, there's some people in like the Hispanic community who embrace those terminologies. Like, okay, clearly you haven't been roasted enough in your family to understand where you come from. That like what you just proved to me means that you rather listen to the white person the indoctrinated white person trying to wash away who you are mm-hmm. versus of how your family raised you. So you, you obviously you and I have like the same upbringing. Like if your family mm-hmm. didn't roast you hard enough, that means, you know, you were loved and you were well cared for because they prepared us for life because life isn't fair. Life isn't going to be easy. So, but you have to be tough as a kid because your parents are going to be there to love you and tell you mm-hmm. hard how it is versus being coddled so like when i see those hispanic people just taking that terminology it's like you weren't loved <laughs> it's always and it's always the liberal ones it's uh, fucking hell claiming they're trying to do the progressive thing that's the right thing what is the i don't understand the right yeah the right thing is to erase stuff that has been established from a period where people actually have standards for themselves and had yeah. morals and they're like okay this is how things pretty much should be and everyone went Good enough. But someone later down the line was like, no, this is bad and it's toxic masculinity. Oh, give me the gun. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like wrote my eyes on that one. But like, yeah. like, like, like look, look at entertainment. These fucking women, like you've probably seen it. I, I retweeted it. That that fucking he, that's a dude. That's not a woman. But this fucking dude, he, she fucking pronoun weirdo. I don't know how you can be a they and you're a single person. That's stupid. But nevertheless, the person was talking about superheroes always being like a queer kind of thing. It's like, they actually think they revolutionize industry people. When I say that on stream, I'm not kidding. They actually think they came into industries and were like, we had the first woman trans blah, 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 blah. You can't yeah. say this shit. It's yeah, so like, bad. <laughs> I remember like someone tried to push it. I'm glad it, like, it didn't take really effect when Super Mario Brothers came out earlier this year. And here's mm-hmm. the thing. I love Super Mario Brothers. I played, I played it while I was growing up. It was on my N64. So anything in the Nintendo world, I'm a fan of. So there's mm. one scene where Klemek, like the magician toad for uh, Bowser, he they're role-playing as Bowser is trying to like, hey, how do I propose to Peach? And Klemek is dressed in, as dressed as Peach, has a lipstick on. It's a guy dressed as Peach. But everybody's mm. like, yeah, Klemek, see, that's representation there because a man's dressed up as a, like, is wearing a dress? Like, absolutely not. People forgot how to take a joke because back in the old days, especially like English time, like in England, men dressed up as women in, in shows because men played the women and it was humorous. And so people mm-hmm. tend to like 
they forgot how to laugh and take the joke. And that was a comedic relief. When I first saw that, I was like, oh, that's funny because he's playing with Bowser, like role playing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he's helping out his his best friend to propose to the girl. Mm -hmm. But of course, those those one dumb person is like, yeah, like it's representation. It's finally good to see like we're being represented in animation. Like, just shut up. Like, just <laughs> let me as an adult enjoy what I have because I grew up mm -hmm. playing Mario as a kid. Mm -hmm. I think, I don't know what crack these people were told or who's, what little drugs they took. The point that certain women think that, I, don't, I, I just don't get this point either. What made them think there weren't women that were in these communities to begin with? Mm -hmm. if, if it really feels like they think they're the first, they're like some like, weird fucking, the guy that came over from James, the guy that came over from uh, some Pocahontas, the, when the guy came over and thought he conquered oh, a land Smith? that, yeah, yeah. They really think they're like the John Smith of these industries. It's like, if that's what they think, oh, we're so screwed. Yeah. <laughs> that is gracious. We're so fucked. I know. Like, uh. United States society is falling down. That's why, like, foreign societies, like, I just like to rag up, like, bring it up because mm -hmm. Mexico is a good example because they value traditions. But, like, even into, like, um, like, there's some countries in United her in Europe as well, they're like, no, Russia is a huge one of them. Like, we're, I mean, I know Russia is like Putin is bad, but like, at least he has logical thinking. Like, there is going to be no, like, no indoctrination of kids thinking that they're the different gender. Absolutely not. I was like, all right, cool. Like, I can get behind that. Like, we should have that here in the United States. Oh, oh, the uh, Tucker Carlson was doing an interview with um, Andrew Tate's brother, Tristan, and he mentioned yeah. the ladyboy thing. I'm pretty sure everyone saw that interview where the part where he's talking about is ladyboys don't think they're actually women. It's crazy. They're that would be a considerably, I don't consider that a trans person, but they're not actually, they don't, they themselves don't think they're women. They don't claim they were naturally born women. They just, I don't want to dress like women. I know, that, yeah. I know that's huge in like the anime world where they just dress up as fanboys. You know, that's yeah, huge. but they don't actually think they're women. That's the see, that's the key difference. Is I don't think no one really has an issue with a, per, a guy dressing like that. But when you start deluding yourself and you start thinking you are a woman, that's when I got to draw line, buddy. No, that's <laughs> when you got to call your bros, like, hey guys, like I'm actually thinking like this. And that's when the bros will come in with all the pizzas, the Mountain Dews, the burritos, <laughs> like the whole land games, whatever. Mm -hmm. And you just bro it out. Don't even be like, I'm a lady boy. Like you asked them, don't even get offended. Like, don't call me woman. I'm a lady boy. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> God. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Because they're like, I understand like that's a trend now where the guy, like it does upset me that a man can do makeup better than me. But they're, <laughs> they're, they're one, they're either doing it just to like say, like, yeah, I'm a fanboy because I'm really skinny and I look yeah. good in the dress. And like also, like I've seen fanboys who, it, it's scary how accurate they look as a woman because I've been fooled before. Mm -hmm. But like at least at the end of the day, they know they're still men. There's they know they're still men. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's it's it, it, yeah, you can call it pretend. It's fine. But don't be fooled like maybe I really am a woman. Maybe I really am like a female trapped in a man's body. No, 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 no. <laughs> you're you're the right person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I'm here, uh you you guys are watching Ahsoka now. Mm -hmm. So, have you always been a fan of Star Wars? Um, growing up, my my older cousin it was a huge Star Wars fan. So anything I saw of Star Wars was because of her. Um, so I do I follow more of the older movies, like when George Lucas owned George yeah. like Lucasfilm. Yeah. But nowadays, like I don't like Disney 
Star Wars. That's that's where I'm really peeved at. They did a good job when let's see what was it when Disney Plus first came out. Everybody was excited. All the old school movies, the shows, whatever. Mm-hmm. I thought WandaVision was good towards the end. And then The Mandalorian was good until season three. Not because like I'm mad that they took out Gina Carano's, but it's because Dave Filoni does not know how to write for his life. He did well with Clone Wars, but that was it. He peaked there and doesn't know what to do. He So he's stuck where he's at. Yeah. So I, I did grow up with Star Wars. I'm not a huge fan of it. I... I follow the lore here and there, but I'm not as devoted as some are. Because people are now are going to be like, you know, just give Dave Filoni Star Wars. So I'm like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Last yeah. time he gave Star Wars to someone, then we ended up with Disney stuff. That's a, it's yeah. not a good thing. People are like, it's just Disney. Right? I remember back in the, oh, Lord, it's just Disney. What could they do wrong? Yeah. A lot of things, apparently. A, a lot. But, like, the beginning of Ahsoka is just, like, is Ahsoka into Sabine? Like, you know, that weird, like, Mm-hmm. When they were introducing that, I was like, are they having a relationship? Are they into each other? Like, what is it? So that's where I just get over it fast because I'm just so sick of them trying to push something that isn't there. Like, it's, mm-hmm. don't do that. Please follow the Lord. And if you want to do something like that includes everybody because everybody has to do, everybody has to have a participation trophy. Create something new. Create something yourself. That's all, that's all I ask. Don't take something that George Lucas has made and mold it into something that's garbage. That's, yeah, that's, that's the only thing. I, I stopped watching after Obi-Wan, actually. I didn't watch Endor. I was just so disgusted with what they did with that character. And I don't – like, if you – you know, people that would probably talk to you would, would get called that they hate – they, like, get, make negative Star Wars videos. This thing is I – don't, I don't get this with people – what makes a negative video? Someone giving their honest opinion about how they feel about something? I, yeah. I, thought that, I thought that's the point of this stuff is we can have different opinions, but at least you're being honest with your different opinion. So mm-hmm. now people have this thing where – this is so disingenuous. If people start calling – people are saying this stuff, I and I see that. I go, mm, this is a person probably being, being disingenuous, which is people be saying something along the lines of you're grifting. It's like, do you know what grifting means? They're like, mm-hmm. oh, they, they've been grifting their audience to hate this thing. That's not what That's grifting, not is. grifting is. Yeah, people Rift- just be saying just shit, just just to be. Sick. They're buzzwords. That's what they are. Yeah. Grifting is what I would say. Like, hey, thanks for letting me come on your show. By the way, my cash app is Nomi Jar. Feel free to drop me some money so I can do ASMR stuff. Yeah. So, so that's grifting. That if you can get a profit out of it off of someone's benefit, like pay it back in off of someone, that's called grifting. Now yeah. you can say like. They've been groomed because the people they follow told them to hate Star Wars. Like, okay, just because like I follow certain people who have an opinion on the show, I, I there's some I'll watch it for myself, which I have. I see what they're saying now. Now, like a good example for myself is Barbie. I know like that was a huge movie. A lot of conservatives hated it, and a lot of leftists love it because, of course, like, you know, feminists. Well, of course they would love it. It's yeah. women doing well. <laughs> yeah. But when I went to go see it, because I, I had the mindset, it's like, crap, like, my friends hate it, so I'm gonna, not going to like it either. I was neutral about it. Like, I didn't hate it, but also didn't like it. So, it, but I also, like, I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. There was a moment, like, okay, like, that was cute about the mothers. You know, like, I love and I have a deep appreciation for my mom, for what she's done. Now, of course, it was trying to be like a dunk on men because it was so anti-men. But in my the way I see it is like 
it backfired because I loved how all the Kens realized, like, what the heck? What are we doing? We've never been like this. Why did the Barbies turn us against each other? So, like, I loved it because, like, the men can, like, do things on their own. Like, maybe you don't need women who are, like, being evil, manipulative, and, like, you know, I don't need your help. Like, I don't need your attention. Like, okay, cool. We'll do our own thing. Um, so there, I had two friends. One, mm-hmm. uh, I texted as like, hey, I think you're going to love this movie. And the other is like, hey, I know you're going to hate this movie. They went to go see it. And the responses I got were the same. My friend who I said, you're going to like it. I really liked it. That was like the best thing ever. Mm-hmm. My friend that I texted, you're going to hate it. She's like, I hated every minute of it. Like if I took a shot for every time they said the patriarchy, I would be drunk. It's like, yeah, that was me too. So that like, that was like my only negative thing too. Is like they kept bringing up the patriarchy and like mm-hmm. how we're so oppressed and it's a man's world. It's like, I think I counted 13 times. They said the patriarchy. And that's what I said. Yeah. I was like, I would be dead on the floor for if I took a <laughs> shot every time I heard that word in that movie. For anyone who doesn't know the meaning of the word grifting, because people keep saying it these days, basically a grifter is a con artist in, engages in small, petty, or small-scale swindling. So if you look at that and the way people use that word, you can't grift off your opinion about a movie. That doesn't make any sense. You yeah. logically go, you, I can't grift off if I went and said Blue Beetle sucks. That, that's not grifting. You didn't swindle anybody. If someone feels like they got swindled, of someone's opinion that's terrible you need to go outside and touch grass <laughs> yeah now i can see how people are like well they're gifters like i'm gonna use nerdrotic gary as an example yeah because like he has a very successful stream show called friday night tights and he's talked about like how like um i'm gonna just say barbie he's like yeah barbie mm-hmm. was stupid and of course people can see like people do super chats like mm-hmm. of course gary can't get to all of them but like they're saying yeah, like this is that, but they'll donate money to Gary. So I can see how like that can be grifty, but mm-hmm. that's that person's choice to donate money and give money to Gary. It, Gary's yeah, yeah, not, he, Gary's he's not, not swindling you. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's the thing is he's not swindling you. The audience is just willingly giving him money. I take yeah, it too. Gary's not <laughs> asking for Gary's not asking to donate money or super chats. He's just being Gary. Now me, what I just did is like, yeah, this is my snap or my cash app. Send me money. That's mm-hmm. grifting. That like that's mm-hmm. me trying to swindle your audience. Like, hey, give me money when this and is give your her show. everything. Yeah, give her everything. Give all your I give mean, her your whole paycheck. <laughs> I mean, your your girl needs to get some stuff done around the house, but like and. <laughs> Winter is coming, and I realize I don't have a lot of winter Get that clothes. Amazon wish list. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I didn't make I, – I should probably make one. I don't have one. But uh, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> if you want to buy me here, – here's the one thing that I like that I will say, like, if you want to, I love coffee. So if you want to buy me a Starbucks drink somewhere, just, you know, that's the one thing that I will be appreciative about. I just what what it came with people where they're like, you it's all grifting, and it's this, this, and this. All right, so – it technically if you made videos like that aren't you grifting your audience to get them to believe something like what you're believing because why does the pendulum only swing in one way why can't it be back and Mm -hmm. forth why can't it be you're grifting now well i'm not i'm doing it i'm doing it against the villain bigots what keep telling yourself that (laughs) why does it Oh god, we really like I don't mind talking to someone I disagree with. The problem here is I will not talk to someone who's just full of shit. Because that's not I'm not having a conversation. That's yeah. worthless. 
Like, fuck that. I'm good. I'd rather, I'll slip my throat before I do that. <laughs> yeah. I, and I'll, honestly, the more that I'm getting old, like, I'm getting older and I'm seeing everything on the internet. It's like being on panels and being involved in some of the communities. I was like, you know what? I'm 100% okay if I go off grid. <laughs> like, I'm okay with touching grass forever. So, and, and, <laughs> yeah. you know, I, I actually do go outside and like, I do have to go out and, you know, actually touch grass. Go outside. Why would you ever do that? I know, I know. Like it's so weird, but like it's good for your soul. It's good to touch grass. You get to have the skin or the sun touch your skin, not get cancer. Like it does feel. (laughs) Well, I'm brown, so I don't get sunburn. But you know, I just get darker. That's just yeah. I get darker too. So (laughs) fuck. Yeah, that's that's it. But like, (laughs) get your vitamin C. Get your vitamin D. Get go outside and go. You know, pet a cat that came. That's in your neighborhood. Go, go, go do something. I don't know if you grew up with those Disney princess movies, but have you seen the recent comments from Rachel Ziegler? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. I, she's a fake Mexican. So <laughs> yeah, we don't take any responsibility for her or uh, who she is. Yeah. She's, you know, she's trying to please daddy Joe Biden. Bro, we know that, that, that girl's, that girl's hard man. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Goodness gracious. It's it's crazy seeing where she was versus what she is now. Because I, I I watched West Side Story when she was in it. I watched mm-hmm. Shazam 2. I'm not watching anything else from her. Pretty much outside of potentially Snow White to review it. But Well, she's going to be in the new Hunger Games, the song of the Ballad of Songbirds songs and of, Snakes. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, Hunger Games, I've only ever seen the first one. Mm-hmm. With okay. Jennifer Lawrence. And you know Jennifer Lawrence. Holy crap. Remember, she's the first female action star. Yeah. Bow down to Jennifer Lawrence, everyone. She's she led the way. She made the path for all the women. <laughs> she was the first, yes. and we have to respect her for her her contributions yeah, for to her bravery. Yeah, we have to give all of our respect to her. But yeah, no, uh, I've definitely been following up with whatever Rachel Zegler is spewing out of her mouth because it's just garbage, and it's not like as I'm looking forward to hearing the garbage she's saying. It's because mm-hmm. it's on every feed that I'm on, like Twitter, Instagram, and anywhere that I'm at, she's there. It's like. Oh, gosh she's just just a terrible person in general where she's very she's contradicted to herself where she came out with that interview is like it's not 1939 anymore you know women are leading the way we don't need a man it's like yeah we we do i actually depend on my dad a lot for especially as they needed a man to make to direct the movie what a fucking load of crock of shit this bitches on what a yeah. dummy what an, she, as she needs men to give her her fat paycheck but yeah. she doesn't need men what are we doing here i'm fucked my brain can't even yeah, understand the concepts these people are saying anymore and they're you know so stupid wrote, you know who wrote the original snow white a man fuck yeah so no, you wouldn't no. have this job sweetheart if it wasn't for this man who made this german story and the real story is scary too so, but like she's in her interview, she's like, I saw the first animation one and it was really weird and scary. Like a guy like kisses her and stuff like that. It's weird. It's weird. And like, then why are you playing this? And then why did you, if you were so scared of Snow White, because you said you're terrified, why did you post photos of yourself as a little girl in her costume? Oh, Lord. Make it make sense, hon, girl. Yeah, You can't, because this lady is stupid. Another big problem is, okay, if you genuinely didn't like it, I don't agree with it, that's fine. Then why are you playing this? You would hate, I would have to 
hate myself to sit there and play something I don't like. And sit yeah. there for, as she said, if I'm going to sit here for 18 hours and while I want to dress and I should get paid for this, cool. Then why not do that for something you actually enjoy then? That'd yeah. be more Nothing she says makes any sense. This is just bullshit. Someone told her. To, I fully believe someone told her to say this. Nothing she's saying is making any sense. If you hate Snow White, which I don't understand. This, that movie literally paid. Why you have Disney? That movie failed? You have no Disney. But whatever. Fuck history, yeah. right? So, yeah, right. But like, also, like, I really hated the fact that they cast Gal Gadot as the evil queen. I was like, you, so you're telling me the story of Snow White uh, the original story is the evil queen is jealous of Snow White of her good looks. Gal Gadot is a bombshell, a hundred percent better than Rachel Zegler could ever be, and she'll mm -hmm. never be Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot is literally like an like what females should be striving for. Not because she's like Israeli, is and you know support my Jew friends and support family technically. Mm -hmm. Um. She served in the IDF. She fought hard, and she's also ha she keeps her body in check. And Rachel Zegler is just there with her short little bob cut. Like, if I can be in a dress for eighteen hours, I deserve to get paid. Like, at least Gal Gadot served her country. <laughs> what have you done besides gripe and you know moan about things that you is that people that you want from people? Gal Gadot earned it. She worked hard for it. She's she was a, she's still an amazing Wonder Woman. So Rachel Zegler, you're just complaining because you're just sitting on a chair and you're not getting the work or the recognition of what you contributed to, which mm -hmm. is nothing. She also, I think, um, God, this is it's not even being condescending. She what she's saying is just idiotic. Mm -hmm. She's saying that first of all, it's out. I remember the interview at the D twenty three Expo or whatever. She was like, the movie is outdated and evidently so. Wait a minute. Okay, what the fuck? And then and what's the worst part? People started defending that take. I was wait a minute, hold on. If it's outdated, cool, make your own then. Yeah, it's outdated, go make your own. No, like just do that. Make your own. I, 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 we know it's gonna be horse shit, but go make your own. They won't. Why can't people just make their own shit? Yeah. If you think something outdated, then make something new that's not outdated. Yeah. What? Be creative, and that's the thing in Hollywood. No one has creativity anymore. Mm -hmm. No one has an imagination or any any form of free thought. Everything has to be like, oh gosh, like I can't think of my own. What if I copy this thing here mm -hmm. and you know just spruce it up a little bit? Like, well, that's called plagiarism, and that's not <laughs> original. Like, there's no originality to whatever you're creating. It's the same story we've heard before. So that's why, like, books like Hunger Games is good, but it like kind of goes into like you know, what a future could be here in the United States because it's everything is 1984. Um, Chronicles of Narnia was a good, good example. Creativity, mm -hmm. making your own world. Um, Lord of the Rings, a perfect one. And then also, like, there's games as well. D Dungeons and Dragons, Warhammer, like mm -hmm. 40K Warhammer. People don't know how to go and discover things of their own. That's, think that's what I'm getting tired of. Another problem... I think is, uh, damn, what's the best way of lining this up? It would be along the lines of a strike's going on right now and no one caring. I think that's the worst thing. A writer's yeah. strike is going on. No one, I don't really care, honestly. Because like, this is the thing. Two things are going to give. Either they're going to give because they're living out of their cars or the studios give. The studios, they, they can go a little long. As we've seen with COVID, they can last for a little while. A little while yeah. without putting out anything. 
You can't. Being homeless in LA is pretty bad, I heard, actually. Mm-hmm. And then what's worse is, I don't know if you've had jobs with unions, but unions are just a crock of shit. Oh, yeah. Never joined a union. They're God. still going to screw you in the end anyway. Unions are what act, uh, push this. They're like, yeah, you guys are not getting any good wages or money. Uh, don't they pay you guys their money to make sure? Ugh, God, if you go down that road, just to peel like a bunch of layers of onions. But good Lord. It's so, the system is so fucked. Yeah. You know? Because they, and it is the thing. This is, I, I would say to any of these writers out there, why don't go, if, when, when you get back to working, because we know they're going to get first. Make yeah. your own stuff. That way you don't have to rely on overlords paying you. Yeah. You know? And these are the yeah. people they defend. People are, these are people they defend. You even say a bad thing about any of their products, they defend them. Yep. They, don't even wanna, they don't even like you. They don't even care if you sleep out of your car or be homeless. That's how much they don't care about you. But mm-hmm. they're, you're the ones out there defending them when they won't even pay you what you call a fair wage. Mm-hmm. Like, My, why are you mad? Why are you mad at- so crazy. Yeah, like, why are you mad at the people who are, you know, unfortunately, are watching the crap you're making? Why aren't you revolting against the man who has the control of what you get paid out for? Mm-hmm. And if that's saying, that's just my thinking, guys. Yeah, because this thing, this is why I can't really feel bad for some of these guys because they're out here defending these companies that, first of all, they claim don't pay them well. They don't have health insurance, mm-hmm. and it's like. I just couldn't fathom my brain a, a way to conceive what the hell these people are even thinking. You're yeah. defending people who couldn't give two shits about you. Wouldn't care if you're homeless. Wouldn't care if you have health insurance. Wouldn't care if you could pay your bills on time. But you're yeah. going to be on Twitter advocating you're defending them because people just didn't like your movie. Really? What level is that? Not getting paid and someone not someone liking your movie. So everyone saw that tweet that I retweeted from the person of Moonlight Warrior where he had mentioned – I basically said to him a lot of lines of, I don't hate the guy, obviously. Part thinks left is his shit, because, good lord. He was, he's defending Ray Rachel's like, go figure, right? Yeah, right. He had mentioned that um, people work really hard in these movies. And and I was like, and he, along the lines of something about a review or something. And I said, hey, if you can't be honest with this stuff, I don't really see a point in anyone doing it. If you can't be honest, he's like, but I don't want to hurt people's feelings along the lines. Pretty much what he said. Boo, but freak- the- Boo freaking who? <laughs> like, wait a minute so because i know someone in the film industry i can't critique their movie because they their feelings might get hurt wait a minute that's stupid and that's also that's it's a performance-based ten- industry if you don't perform very well you get criticized it happens in sports all the time also if you're really involved in hollywood that happens anyway that happens anyway there are people high executives high producers anything they're not going to give two craps about your film they're not going to give two craps about your writing they are rules. They will say like, "Hey, yeah, it's good," mm-hmm. but like, we'll tell the others like, "Yeah, it's a piece of shit." <laughs> like, if you have to spare, because I know someone who's on, on our Discord, he had said something on Twitter. Nothing bad. There was nothing bad. It was more along the lines of, "If you know people in the industry, it's different. It's not different. That's mm-hmm. stupid. That that I'm saying right now. That's stupid. If you cannot watch a movie that your friend was involved in and cannot criticize it in your honest opinion, let a person getting offended that." First, not someone you should be a friend with, and that's just stupid. That yeah. person should just honestly grow a pair of balls and just – if you don't want to be a part of a performance-based industry, then you get out. Yeah. That's how it works. So we know – Peace out. If you don't review these movies properly that the way the studio wants, they don't invite you back. Because you know? they're just a number to them anyway. Mm-hmm. You mean nothing. And if you want to be valued, if you want to show like, 
hey, like people really do care about your artwork. And if you think it's good and it's original or, you know, something like it's creative, someone else is going to be invested in it. It doesn't have to be Hollywood. That's I just, man, like we were talking to a few other guys who've come on and they've been like, uh, yeah, the, the studios, it's, uh, I've had plenty of people on and you know, I talked to them. Yeah, if you don't give good favorable reviews, you won't be getting invited to that next invitation to their newest yeah. movie. They have blacklists. Crazy. Yeah. It's crazy how well, you, can't, you, you can't be honest anymore because even the industries are like, honesty, yeah, fuck that. Fuck well, honesty. That was, that's what <laughs> happened to Brandon Frazier. He was blacklisted. He was a good actor. And he did everything he can. He did his own stunts and he broke his back. He had to get surgery, but he bounced back. But like, he didn't want to do a certain thing and they blacklisted him for that. And then Jim Caviezel, who's in The um, Sound of Freedom, He's blacklisted because he's a devout Christian man. So, like, <laughs> like you guys are wasting good potential here. Like, first of all, I know, like, I can't lust after, after men, especially if they're married. But Jim Caviezel is, like, definitely a definition of, like, God's work. He you is can definitely good... lust after Henry Cavill. He's single. <laughs> I think he's, no, he's definitely what? in a relationship. Yeah. Dang, that sucks because I lust after Ana de Armas pretty bad. But that's just me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, no, Henry Campbell's in like a good relationship, but like, Crazy. but like Jim Caviezel, is a good actor. not, yeah, and that's the thing, like Hollywood's praising these crazy guys. And I, it's so strange to me, like, Hey, he has been convicted of these things. Why is he still in DC and these movies and all these stuff? He's got they, them pronouns, you know, this is how it swings. It's, yeah. Cause well, we don't want to hurt his feelings. So then he'll come after us. Like, what is he going to do? In, in some ways, his movie bombing, I think, was good enough punishment for him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I haven't seen it yet, but my sister has, and she's like, it's good. It's like, okay, like, one, like, there's movies that you see that you say is good, and I see them, and, like, that was actual garbage. So uh, I'll, I'll... If you like the Flash character, itself. it's pretty bad. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I no, love the Flash is. as a character itself. Like, if you watch it, you know anything about the Flash. I imagine it be might it might be good to some people, but yeah. you're someone who knows the material. You know the character that that's. I gave if I, I don't give ratings anymore. I just say if I like it or don't like it or an adjective that that'll describe my experience. I give it like if I would give ratings to it, I would give like a five out of ten. It's sweet. okay. That's what I probably give it. Like it All isn't right. necessarily garbage, but I'm not lining up to rewatch it anytime soon. That makes sense, yeah. actually. Yeah. No. <laughs> What what well Barbie is one of them where mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, I'm okay with like not watching it again. Um, but like you know, like it doesn't catch my interest anymore. Like if the Avengers was on like Endgame or Infinity War, I'd be like, Yeah, if it's on, like I'll watch it, but it's not like it's not like I have to like watch it again it's so good. Now maybe like later in the year or something, or you know, one random day, like, you know what, that actually sounds like a good movie to watch, just to kill the time. But yeah, one of the one of the few last things I'll ask before we go. What are some of your favorite movies of all time? Ooh, uh, one speaking of Jim Caviezel, Count of Monte Cristo was is such a good show or show movie because not mm. only that has Jim Caviezel in it, but it has baby Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill in it. He's like I think he was like sixteen in that movie, mm. uh, like but actually like sixteen and when he was filming for that movie. Uh, so. I really like movies that are based off of books because this is how I've always been until like I got into college where I read books as fun. Mm-hmm. Um, if if there was a movie that I saw and it was based off a book, I like to read the book first before seeing the movie. And then now I see like 
yeah now i understand why like everybody's saying like yeah the books are better it's like yeah i actually agree they're missed all, a lot of things that i wish yeah the when i was younger in. i didn't understand that but now that i come to realize books are always going to be nine nine times out of ten they're always always better and the, and the difference with books people understand the reason why I think they can be better is because they're not boated by a filming schedule actors mm. all sort of stuff that we have for this books is just imagination and when the book's over it's over it could be the story that it could be at all lengths and possibilities a movie yeah. you know it, it won't yeah <laughs> it's just not well, like well how you're just saying like that like a movie's movie but like i like wes anderson films i know like i hear a lot of mixed things of his recent one for asteroid city but i still want to see it wes so. anderson wait a minute I, I know i've seen some movies based around that guy uh i love dogs uh well life aquatic um Oh, he did the French Dispatch. Yeah. Asteroid the City, Grand yeah. Budapest Hotel. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, that's, like, quirky film work. But he's really well known, so he, I wouldn't call him independent or, like, underground. He's very mainstream. Well, he's known now. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I like his work. It's pretty mm -hmm. good. Um, so uh, yeah, it, it really does depend. And of course, like I can't say no to a rom com or like action movies. I do like horror and I do like scary movies, especially if it has to do like something like supernatural, like The Conjuring or The Nun or Insidious. What's your favorite horror movie? Um, so uh, my favorite horror movies is Chucky because as a kid growing up, my grandmother mm. punished us, me and my cousins and my brother and sister. We she would lock us in a room and we, and we would watch Chucky. So oh yeah, so that that movie sticks to me. Um, yeah, that was the first horror movie I ever watched. My mom brought us over to a house uh, apartment in the, in the neighborhood. We we thought we were watching a Disney movie. No, we got dude slicing people up. That that was just traumatizing forever. Well, yeah, I, yeah, it's very traumatizing. But then I'm like, yeah, I, nothing scares me anymore, so I'm okay. I yeah. had a very weird grandmother. <laughs> yeah, like I ended up going through the series just to make sure I got over my fear of that stuff and i was like nope not going through these again because it's not that it's, it's scary it's more like it's just like i can't look at the doll it's just so ugly and creepy and weird like creepy dolls just i just can't do it man yeah creepy dolls i think like, for growing up my sister was always freaked out by dolls mm -hmm. but somehow like my grandma my grandma would always bring us dolls back from mexico i had no problem with it but my sister did mm -hmm. so like you know they have like those eerie looking eyes they look real and you know there's always that that thought in your mind like oh their the eyes are following me so yeah do dolls can be creepy <laughs> that'll blame you what about oh gosh so have you what what recent horror movies have you watched that you just either liked or didn't like i wouldn't call it horror but it was a scary i don't know what genre would be but it was a scary movie called talk to me it's from all oh, the a24 yeah. yeah it was uh -huh. really good Okay. It was it, it was well written, well directed, mm -hmm. and, and the actors in it were you know they you know, I was really convinced like yeah those kids are like high schoolers and they're doing whatever high school things but there was one scene in the movie I don't know if you've seen it or you want to see it if you don't mind spoilers oh, it came out on digital soon y'all I'll be watching watching it soon you can spoil it. I don't care it's a horror movie okay well so you'll see it and I'll, I'll explain it like when you do see it you'll know what I'm talking about mm -hmm. but there is a scene where she's technically in like the spiritual realm of like the dead and um she's trying to save this one her friend's brother because his soul trapped in while she was technically in hell technically that you could best way to describe it is hell while she was in hell 
they did a good description of what it would look like. And it was a very, it looked demonic to me. And there was like a woman who was like eating a baby. And that's what demons do. Like, that's how I was raised. I was like, dang, that was actually very scary. And I, that one actually nerved me. But mm. that is a good description of what hell would look like. So that's that's what I was like, you know what? It was a good movie. Because um, a lot of scary movies, horror movies don't affect me. But that one scene did. So props to that, the producers of that film. Yeah, I think uh, my favorite horror movies ever made, gosh, man. Two of my favorites that if I ever did a top 10 would be The Descent, kind of 2005. Mm-hmm. That's all. so good. Man, that's just movie ages like fine wine. Um, I always loved that first screen movie. That movie is so peak. Yeah. I, man, what rewatching it, I was like, oh, I love this. Uh, the yeah. first Halloween movie, always. I mean, oh, my yeah. favorite that's a, of that's all time classic. Is, it's The Thing by John Carpenter. That's just yeah. that's such a perfect movie. That movie, we, we watched it again. I was like, this is just, it ages so well. And mm-hmm. for me, for horror movies, I think what really can make or break them or, or put them some of my favorite ones is the setting. People forget mm-hmm. horror movies live or die by their settings. Oh, yeah. And the thing being set like set in that specific period of time with that area, with that being closed off from people, it's just masterpiece. Love it. Yeah. Absolutely love it, man. Yeah. Imagine being in that where you don't know who you can trust as an alien impersonating everyone they're trying to kill all of you and like the oh, felt yeah i love it oh my god i love it yeah i could watch that watch... movie like every day if i could it would be so perfect mm-hmm. yeah what yeah. else strangers pray at night not the second one that's the one that one's terrible the first one where this couple married newlywed goes up to this house for their honeymoon and these three serial killers with bags over their head want to terrorize them and they the lady asked them the lady asked them why are you doing this because you were home all right cool that's now we're gonna die <laughs> shit <laughs> yeah so like that that's scary too or just like what, what what i don't consider horror at all and i think it's really i think it's rather dumb and rather lazy mm-hmm. is movies like saw and chainsaw massacre because that's just torture. oh mm-hmm. i see those that, that's just torture porn and that, that's like you're not gonna watch saw at saw, yeah, saw 10 coming out no, soon. that's just like people who have an interest of like seeing other people getting hurt mm-hmm so like ha- like you know Halloween and Scream, those were like good movies that are written like yeah, there's a killer out there that wants to like kill me because mm-hmm. whatever plot. Mm-hmm. Versus Saw, this guy is literally capturing people for his own entertainment. Right. Like, that's, yeah. And they have to figure it out. So it's like an escape room, but not really. It's, it's either you die or someone dies mm-hmm. for you to live. Yeah, so, some of them, it's been where, like, it's where the system is, like, the system will lie to you about healthcare that you're able to get access to. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of going to be the plot of the SOC 10, which is in, they call healthcare? it an interquill, where it's between SOC 1 and 2, where Jigsaw goes to Mexico, and they deny him potential healthcare. They say that he can't get it because of his brain tumor. So he just oh, goes right. off and starts to torture them. You know, it's, that, that, that series, it kind of just dies uh it's just a not a good series after like number potentially number three yeah because anything after that is pretty bad like those movies are like you could argue those are some of the worst movies ever made after yeah. like number two because those are just bad they're just not good like how how long can you stretch that one plot that he has cancer he has a tumor and it's inoperable how, yeah. how long can you stretch it because like now they're on tens so that's just it's just dumb 
And they, they realized they had to go back to the original two because that's the only ones people yeah. like out of the franchise. I, I I get where people say you can't really do the Halloween thing of like rebooting them because then yeah. it'll not it'll uncanonize all their movies. But I think Saw needs it. Saw was one of those franchises yeah. where I think they just they just killed off their main character too early. If yep. you kill off your main character, there's really no way these move anything after number three can have the same level of weight to it because the main guy is gone. Yeah. He's just facing a bunch of apprentices. Yeah, I liked Hoffman. I did, but that's that's not Jigsaw. That's not John Kramer. You know. Yeah. I so, just like, yeah they like but Texas Chainsaw Master. It's always Leatherface. You know he's always around. And Scream. It's any random person. You know it's always Michael. You know it's be Chucky. Jason. Yeah. Be Jason. Yeah. With this one, it's like no, we're gonna kill off our main character. That's a terrible idea. That's yeah. A, or ter- like the newer It movies. Like oh yeah, I saw those. At least they followed the kids. They follow mm-hmm. the kids being into adults. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I thought that was, like, well-created. Any other underrated horror movies that you would say for people to watch that they haven't heard of these yet? Oh, I don't know. Because I one thing that you should know about me, and it's kind of well-known for the others, like Samuel especially, that I haven't seen a lot of movies growing up. So there's movies out there that I haven't seen. So I have a list of a them list. that I, I do. <laughs> I, I have it on my phone that I need to get to and I'll do a review because what was, I haven't seen any of the original eighties Batmans. Um, yeah. So I got, I haven't seen the crow either. So a lot I haven't of people, okay, yeah. See, <laughs> yeah. so it normalized people haven't seen. Movies no, like there, there are, there are certain like, movies we just didn't have access to as a kid. Yeah. You know, we all had to start them out. It's like, damn, how, how many times have I seen Joyride when it was on yeah. FX? Good I Lord. know, I know for real. But yeah, like people just got on me, like, what? You haven't seen The Crows? Like, I just haven't had access to it. I wasn't allowed to watch it. I wasn't even into Star Wars as a kid. I only got into Star Wars really just because people kept talking about it. I was like, I want to be part of the conversation. And I'm like, I want to add this conversation. This franchise sucks now. Yeah. And <laughs> now this owns it. And now I hate it. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so as one more thing What's before up? you go, which is, um, you know, guys are interesting. Let's just say that. So, okay. What would be like something that you'd be interested in, guys, in general? Like, what would be like a something that you find attractive? Oh man, I really find attract. I'm attracted to guys who are like literally just be yourself. Like, okay, um, that's how I've always been. Uh, as a per- like, even like to my first crush, like the the guy that I had a crush on was like he was being himself. Even going to college, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I tried to like change myself. Like maybe if I'm like this, like he'll notice me. Like I hung out a few times and it didn't even work out. It's like all right, cool. Mm-hmm. But like that guy that I had a crush in college, like where I changed myself, we're good friends in real life, and we actually like call each other and hang out, um, and we have like that good friendship. But like with mm-hmm. me, uh, my last relationship, um, th- yeah, didn't know who he was. I. I instantly thought he was like the most attractive guy ever. I was like, okay, cool. Like, yeah, like I'm just going to play cool. Like that's how I really am. Cause like mm-hmm. maybe like I'll get to know him a little bit better. And like with time, like with group hangouts and mm-hmm. um, just getting to know him a little bit better, I made it known to him like, Hey, like I really like you. And then it turned out like he really liked me. And we, we dated for like two years and okay. yeah. But like, you know, long distance, it was a long distance relationship and it didn't work out. Uh, he and I are still good friends, but that's what I liked about him the most. Like he was, he was just naturally himself being like making jokes with his friends and everybody else didn't have to like put on a show. And that's what I, okay. Like he, that to me 
I know he's confident in himself and knowing that he can say this joke without getting ganged upon. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, it's just confidence. That's really, that's what it really boils down to. Um, and then I, I guess it's just like having mutual interests. Like we were talking about earlier. It's like, yeah, mm-hmm. if you're at the anime or if you like going to cons or you have sim- similar hobbies, um, yeah, invest in that. Like, don't make it right away. Like, hey, can I take you out to dinner? Because like, that is such a turnoff for, I, I don't know, for, for most girls. But that to me, like, if you're only hanging out with me because I'm into this certain thing and you're barely getting into it, like, yeah, like, by all means, if you want to get into it, you know, get into it. But like, don't change yourself for me. Um, Like, see what happens organically. That's just how I am. No, that's actually good because I think uh, the forcing of things is is so it's not good. I just oh yeah. lord, I I tried yeah, that when I was a bit younger too. It just doesn't work, you know. I, I feel like people have the guilty disease, but people have to go through it to understand that it's not a good thing because nobody yeah. saying it is enough is gonna be like maybe you didn't do it right. Okay, all right, well fuck it, <laughs> screw this. Yeah, and then honestly, <laughs> like the best way to also like what I really encourage, like literally, just be yourself because. Uh, after my relationship of d- dating this person who lived in a different state than I was in, um, I was just focusing on myself. Like, you know what? Like, yeah, it was hurtful. Like, yeah, I didn't want to end, but I understand the circumstances. Like, I'm going to have to accept it. I didn't want to, but I had to, like, move to move on. Um, not really focusing, not paying attention, not, like, being interested in anyone. But, like, now I'm in a relationship now where I'm like, cool. I wasn't even trying. I didn't even like was eagerly like mm-hmm. I have to date someone because that's what completes me. Like, hey, cool. All right, you like me? Okay, like I I like you too. And we find out like we have similar interests after like a few dates. I was like, all right, cool. Like it, it just happened naturally, but I wasn't even looking for it. So like you least expect it in the most like in times like you never thought it would happen. Yeah, I think. You know, seeing as how things are panning out now, how oh, the world's going to look really interesting in 10 years, honestly. Yes. Yeah. Last it, 10 it, years, man, I've had probably the highest highs, the lowest lows, and can't wait to see the next 10 years. Like, how did uh, you, okay. you guys deal with COVID out there? Uh, Well, in Texas, it nothing happened. I mean, I got COVID twice. It is a real thing. Um, But yeah, Texas didn't shut down. Texas, <laughs> Texas was like business as usual. Like, yeah, that's how yeah. it should have been. Yeah. Honestly, there yeah. there were some limitations. I I did hate about it, it was, especially when it came to breweries. But you know, um, if, if you're in the Austin area, yeah, there's some dumb people. Like, yeah, you have to have your vaccine card, and you have to mm-hmm. have the mask. But like, I just avoided those places. But everywhere else outside mm-hmm. of Austin, like, yeah, we don't care. Well, guys, as we're gonna wrap this up, is there any any shout outs you want to give to anyone? And anything else you want to say before we uh head out? Actually. Uh, before, yeah, I plug in. Uh, you can follow me at Know Me Without You on Twitter and on YouTube. You'll be seeing more videos coming out of me, uh, out of my channel because I made videos finally. Um, I'm going to get into gaming streaming pretty soon. So um, just be on the lookout for that because I'm just coming as I going as I get mm-hmm. my stuff done situated. But um, yeah, shout out to Samuel for introducing me to you and, you know, being uh, becoming the guest on your show. Yeah. Can't wait to have you on again, maybe in a couple of a lot of episodes because gotta stretch them out between this within the first and second appearances of so course. when things get a lot of time you're gonna be like oh my goodness i i did it now i realize people that do this is it's hard yeah <laughs> and people make a career out of this so yeah and I, I understand like 
the work that goes into it. Yeah, you know, again, I was telling one, it's it's generally hard to really build up something, but you know, the more you do it, I think uh, I have this thing where I every day I kind of just nod, I want to get more better at it. Yeah, you know, like wherever I'm not good at, it, I have this inherent hack, like if I find do something right, I want to do it better. And then I think people got to realize when it comes to building an audience, some people strike gold, some people just don't. But yeah. if you don't strike gold, doesn't mean you can't eventually dig your way to gold. You just have to work harder yeah. for it. <laughs> it's all about we're not posting viral to... videos you know you're not going to post a viral video on youtube short and be like hey, yeah I'm, frick, I'm a rich girl with a lot of guys yeah it's not happening so yeah we gotta well, take it the hard way the best way to describe it is like never focus on getting bigger always focus on getting better hmm. i like that one actually yeah well guys we'll see you later have a great night everyone and we'll see you on the next show